I love video games so much. I'm pretty fond of this podcast, too. They're fun. This is fun. Video games are fun. Well, not all games. Echo the Dolphin's not really that fun, but most games are fun. You know what isn't fun? Buying razor blades. And my friends over at Harry's agree. And that's why they started their company. And I don't understand why anybody would buy razors from anyone else. I'm super serial. Hit up harrys.com slash RTG and pick up a $3 trial set to find out for yourself why I'm so damn serial about this. Harry's makes the best razor blades out there and they ship them right to your front door. I don't think I'm allowed to lie in these, but I'm not anyways. I've been using Harry's for years and I've never considered going anywhere else. The blades come in this awesome little container that's easy to travel with and keeps them sharp and clean and the razor handle doesn't look like a piece of plastic out of cyberpunk. Those handles are great for high school kids with peach fuzz but you're a man now. Shave like one. And it's not just the blades. Looking good is great but smelling good is just as important. Harry's has skin softening body wash with scents like stone, wildlands, and redwood. I don't want to smell like plastic. I want to smell like a man. They have awesome smelling deodorant for $5, hair products, grooming supplies, everything you need to go from a five to a nine. Well, like an eight, and we don't want to overpromise. Well, like an eight, at least. Harry's offers subscriptions so you can get your blades and supplies when you need them, and you can feel free to cancel at any time, but you won't want to, I promise. Listen to me. Harry's is legit. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just three bucks at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. What's up, hot dogs? It is time for another one of our Expansion Pass podcast to just be given away for free right here on the Remember the Game feed. Maybe I'm feeling generous. Maybe it's the aftermath of eating that packet of powdered gravy I found in the parking lot. Hell if I know. But either way, I hope you all enjoy this episode. And if you do like it, guess what? There are hundreds of bonus podcasts waiting for you over at Patreon. I'm not going to lie. I'm giving it away for free because I'm in a good mood, but also because it's good business. It's a free sample, right? It's, hey... Try our sausage, and then maybe you'll want more sausage. Uh, either way, I hope you enjoyed this episode. This is Expansion Pass number 108, and we originally released it on April 27th of last year, and it's your spiciest gaming takes. This was a fun episode, one of our comedy-centric episodes, where our patrons wrote in with their hottest gaming tanks. It takes, not tanks. I should have wrote a script. Uh, and I reacted to them naturally and then gave them a score on a scale from 1 to 5. It went over pretty well back when we did it. I hope it holds up because I actually haven't listened back to it. I can't listen to my own show. It's it's hell. Uh, but I hope all of you enjoyed this free episode. And if you like it, check out patreon.com slash rememberthegame or rememberthegamepodcast.com for a full list of all of our bonus podcasts. And don't forget, a new one of these goes live every single Thursday. Uh, all right. Yeah, I guess that's enough of a sales pitch. Enjoy the podcast, everybody. Take it easy. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the 108th edition of Remember the Game Expansion Pass. It is one of our Patreon-exclusive weekly podcasts here at Remember the Game Industries. My name is Adam Blank, and if you're hearing this, you've decided to throw at least a couple of bucks or pounds, yens, rupees, whatever. Remember I used to do that intro every week of your hard-earned money at us, and if that's the case, I really appreciate it. And as a quick heads up, 
Uh, I I shouldn't have blown through that. I really do appreciate it. That sounds like a very half-assed, insincere, oh, I really appreciate that, thanks a lot. But I really do appreciate it, so thank you very much. Um, uh, just as a quick heads up, this is one of the rare episodes of Expansion Pass that wasn't recorded live on a stream. There isn't a video version of it. Uh, I do all of the editing and stuff myself. I do all the sound effects and putting all those in and everything. And this episode has a lot of them that I just don't think I could have kept up with while also trying to just record a podcast on my own on live on stream. So I hope you understand and I hope you enjoyed the episode and you get that there's no video version this week uh, because this week it's the final expansion pass of the month, which means you got to choose what we talk about and spiciest gaming takes, the spiciest of gaming it takes, uh, ran away with the poll this month, much or ran away, whew, sp- <laughs> spicy, easy for me to say, spiciest gaming takes ran away with the poll this month. Much like Mario after he falls into a pool of lava. That didn't seem that hard in my head. That should have been easy to say. Anyways, uh, so that's what we're going to talk about this time around. And I'm, I struggled with this episode, honestly, for a couple of days. Normally, I write Expansion Pass on Tuesday and then record it on Wednesday. Um, but it's it's 12.30 Wednesday afternoon when I finished writing my notes for this episode. Um I wasn't sure what to do with this topic, how to approach it, what format to go with. So in the end, I decided to go somewhat along the lines of our infamous Gamer Confession episodes. I'm going to read a bunch of your spicy takes. I'm going to react to them. I'm going to lap or slap a spiciness ranking out of five on them. And I'm just going to kind of count on my comedian chops to hold the whole thing together like cheap tape and chewed up gum. And honestly, I don't think I have any spicy takes of my own to add to the episode this week. I've hosted what? Like... Fuck, I bet you it's pretty close to 500 podcasts in the last four years. I think you know what most of my spiciest takes are. Kingdom Hearts games have the worst name scheming, uh, naming scheme in video game history, and I'll never play them because of it. Majora's Mask is a travesty of a video game. The Sega Saturn gave kids lice. You all know those takes that I have and what I have to say. So I'm going to stick to reacting to yours. I have five tiers of spiciness to slot your takes into. Uh, and I think this is going to be fun. And I'll do my best to make it fun in just a minute because as you know, part of your Patreon perk is peak past the podcast. So if you could just pour a tall glass of milk, maybe take a Pepsi AC just in case, grab your thumbs uh, and sign this waiver that says, remember the game can't be held responsible for any hurt feelings or any bodily harm caused by this week's spiciness. And I'll let you know uh, what's been going on around over he- or over here. Over the past week or so, this has been for three minutes into the podcast. I'm fucking all like I'm I'm struggling to pronounce the word over here, which I guess is two words. Maybe that's why I'm struggling to pronounce it because I'm trying to say it as one. Anyways, a uh, good start for the fucking pod. Dude, when I do the live on stream, there's pressure and I can't suck. There's no pressure because I'm sitting here recording it. So and I, I can suck all I I can suck away. Um, Jesus Christ. Anyway, I think the biggest news to remember the game land over the past week is that moving forward, I'm going to be pulling back to two gameplay streams per week for our senior executive vice pe- uh, vice president patrons. Sometimes I try to sneak three in there, but I, I have started taking on some extra comedy shows, primarily open mics a couple of nights a week just to work on some new material and get back in shape. Uh, and I'm just running out of rope. I'm running out of uh, runway most weeks. I just can't get everything done. I, I think two gameplay streams along with three podcast streams is still enough to satiate your Adam Blank cravings. And it gives me a little bit more wiggle room for stand-up and actually playing the games I need to play for the podcast. Stuff like that. And on that note, I'm still three games in the hole, but I am making up some ground. I'm crossing games off left and right right now. Pokemon Gold is next on my list, followed by Silent Hill 3. I still need to tackle Fable at some point. I'm almost done Final Fantasy Tactics as well, uh, which we'll be covering on Remember the Game number 200 on June 1st. Um, 
What was I going to say about that? Oh, yeah. Normally, I try to stream the games that I'm playing for the podcast as well. Pokemon Gold's going to be tough. I bought it on my 3DS, and I don't have the equipment to stream it, so I'm going to look into that, but there's a pretty good chance I won't be streaming that one. So if that's the case, I might fire up Fable soon and start streaming that to get that crest crossed off my list. Uh, Castlevania, Aria of Sorrow is coming next week. for That'll be episode of Remember 196 next week for Remember the Game. We've got that one recorded and done. Um, somebody asked if I could give Patreons a sneak peek at the release schedule for the month so they have a chance to play some of the games I'm going to be covering. Uh, we have talked about that quickly in the past. I just wanted to go back to that. One of the problems with that is that my release schedule is so uh fragile that it's really hard to lock stuff in and i i mean like you guys know i I drop new podcasts every tuesday wednesday thursday friday but knowing what episode is going to go live on wednesday isn't always something i know in advance if i find out last minute that a big game has an anniversary coming up and i have an episode that i can get in there uh about it i usually try to do that to cash in on the trending hashtags and stuff like that plus all of the remember the game game chat portions um that my friends record with me they do out of the kindness of their hearts it's not a paying gig so it's literally at the very bottom of their priority pool their jobs their spouses their families their hobbies their fucking sleep eating everything else takes priority over doing my podcast um so i never know when we're gonna actually have a chance to sit down and record i never know what episodes we're gonna be able to lock down so it's really hard for me to give you guys a a schedule in advance like for example sometimes i have four or five of those game chat portions of remember the game banked ready to go i have lots of breathing room and i can pick and choose which game i want to talk about next week on the episode i write and record the intro put on the internet dozens of people enjoy it la 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 but right now i have next week's episode in the bank which is castlevania aria of sorrow and that's it i have no extra episodes in the bank right now i have plans to record a Castle of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse episode. We still want to do Yo Noi, Jack and Daxter still on the short list, but I need to play more and I need to line it up with my friends. So if you're wondering why I don't give you more of a heads up on what episodes of Remember the Game are coming over the next few weeks, it's because a lot of the time I don't know. Until Saturday morning when I sit down and post the like blowing in the cartridge and play one remake one posts and stuff like that. A lot of the time, I don't know what game we're going to be covering either. So uh, I'm sorry that it's not a little bit more transparent. It's just, we're very unorganized over here to remember the game industry is very unorganized. Um, yeah. Other than that, I guess that's really all that's going on. Other than that, it's just the status quo around here. I'm hoping to wrap up the recording of my latest Adam Sucks at Video Game Let's Play, which is Donkey Kong Country 2 Diddy's Conquest this Friday night. That should be done. I should get it up on YouTube next week. Uh, I, I won't lie to you. I'm kind of hoping that the, my Let's Play series doesn't die. Not that it like, like I do those for fun. I get no kickback for those with ads or anything like that. I could probably add some, but I don't think they get enough views to really, really matter. Um, they're just fun and I enjoy doing them, but I'm a little worried that the series might die. Cause I, if you don't know, I am making an incredibly serious and conscious effort to nip my gamer rage in the bud. Uh, I, I don't like that. I get so mad and I punch my computer chair and stuff like that. I always feel bad about it when I get off stream, kind of embarrassed by it, to be honest with you. Uh, so I'm trying to break that habit. And I've set a rule now where anytime I punch my chair, I throw a controller or anything like that. Uh, I'm adding $20 to my donation pool for my 24 hour charity stream in December. So I'll be adding it up. I I started that about two weeks ago and I have not punched anything since I started playing. I still swear and stuff, but I'm pulling back on the, you know, fuck, fuck, fuck and hitting my chair and freaking out. Um, if you want some examples of those, they're captured on the internet for all time, you know, all eternity for anyone that can go watch them for stuff like the blaster master. Let's play, uh, the earthworm gym Two. Oh God, the earthworm gym Two. Let's play stuff like that. But I really am trying to stop it. So, 
I hope that you're not going to hate my Let's Plays if I don't get as angry as I used to. Some of you said you've actually enjoyed them more when I don't get angry. So I'm hoping that that becomes the norm and I turn over a new leaf and I go all Buddhist and I'm just, you know, cool Moby blank. Anyway. Uh, I guess that's really it. That's your peek past the podcast this week. Let's get uh, let's get spicy. That's why you're here. Uh, I'm gonna cue up some tunes, and when they stop, I'm gonna read, rank, and react to a bunch of your spiciest gaming takes. Let's go. Let's get into some spicy takes here. Now, uh, uh, first and foremost, let me just say thank you to everyone that submitted a spicy take. We shattered our comment record for this topic. I think we passed 150. We came pretty close. I don't know if we actually got over it, but I think we did. 150 comments for one topic, which is insanity. Now, the thing is, a lot of the comments that were left were actually replies and reactions to other people's spicy takes, and I'm not reading the replies. So that dropped it down to just under 80 comments, I believe, which is still more than I could handle. So I'm just warning you, not everyone is going to get read. Like, we had a whole bunch of people weighing on Breath of the Wild. We had a lot of people dunking on RPGs, and I'm not going to read, you know, 30 of the, you know, Breath of the Wild sucks comments. I'm not going to read 400 RPG suck comments, but I did pick some that I thought I could work with. As a comedian, honestly, I picked ones that I I actually had something to say as a response to. Um, Yeah, so if you did not get read on this episode, please don't take it personally. I did my best. Oh, on that note too, anyone that wrote in with more than one take didn't make the cut. No offense, but like I'm really going to ask you try to keep your comment focused and on one thing whenever you weigh in on something like this if you want to get read on the show if you don't care about getting read on the show is fine like list them if you want i'll read them personally but to read and react to a comment with like two three four takes in it you're gonna bump two or three other people off the show and i'd rather get more people on the podcast so do list if you want but they usually don't get through the editing process i hope that that makes sense i understand that so uh, i have five spicy star rankings one spicy star is like a bowl of frosted flakes level of spicy there's no spice whatsoever that rank is primarily reserved for troll comments and people trying to bait me because like titan 420 wrote in and said my hot take is people only voted on this topic to try to trigger adam it's kind of sad really uh yeah i do think that's why a lot of people voted for this topic um i feel like about half no maybe not half i feel like a good 25-30% of the, the the hot takes, the comments we got for this episode were just people trying to fuck with me or trying to get a rise out of me. Some of them I couldn't tell, uh, but if I determined or if I came to the conclusion that that's what I think you were doing, you were trying to fuck with me, then you're getting slapped with a one spicy star ranking and I'm going to mock you. Obviously, two, three, four spicy stars are warm, warmer, and warmer-er. 
Um, and then there's a few, a select few, that I label the elusive five spicy star ranking. And to give you an idea of how spicy I think that is, that's like eating a Delicio pizza right out of the oven without blowing on it or letting it cool off. Hot cheese and molten lava pizza sauce just burning and blistering the top of the level or the top of your mouth. That's what a five star is. So one star frosted flakes, five star burning your mouth on a pizza right out of the oven. Um, and I was going to do them in order. I was going to read all the level ones and all the level twos, etc. But I decided to mix them up in random order or just have a little bit more fun. So, and again, just before we get going, please keep in mind, A, these are my spicy rankings. So if you felt like you got shortchanged and your take was spicier than I gave it credit for, don't blame me, blame Joe Rogan. And number two, this is all in fun. I'm a comedian. I'm going to have some fun at your expense here. So don't get pissed off when I go full comedian on you. All right. I think everyone knows that, but I'm getting out there now anyway. Okay. Okay, let's get this thing going. And I'm going to give you an idea. Just to get things started, I'm going to give you an idea of what I classify as a one spicy star dud take to kick things off. Frosty Feet 492 wrote in and said, Mark is the biggest Hall of Fame snub in the history of Hall of Fames. Probably not even a hot take, but give this man his flowers. Get out of here. <clears throat> terrible fucking that's a terrible take first of all no he's not the biggest hall of fame snub in the history of hall of fames pete rose is the biggest snub in the history of hall of fames if you don't know who that is read a fucking book second of all mark McHugh doesn't get flowers because he has allergies like me and i don't want to kill the man i just want him in my hall of fame and third of all in what fucking world does mark McHugh belong in my hall of fame my hall of fame is dedicated to video games and great things that have a great impact on this industry not fucking nerds whose dads write crappy songs songs that come on my podcast and force me to talk about things I don't want to talk about. Mark McHugh, isn't he? I wouldn't let Mark McHugh sleep on a bench outside of my fucking Hall of Fame. And Frosty Feet, fucking grow up. Do better. See a double secret probation. Fucking Jesus. And Alaskan Bullworm wrote in. This is an idea of what one star is. Alaskan Bullworm wrote in and just said, platformers are boring. Get out of here. <clears throat> Alaskan, your fucking avatar is Mega Man, you fucking troll. And Mega Man games are fucking platformers. God, oh, you Alaskan bull. I don't even think they have bullworms in Alaska. You fucking, no, fuck that, all right? See, that's what we're dealing with here. Fucking crumb bums that came to like a chili cook-off with a bowl of Frosted Flakes with pepper in it and thought they could fucking play. Get the... Get out of here. So that's what we're dealing with. So there you go. So now let's get into some takes that have a little bit of heat to give you an idea. Like, let's start moving up the rankings here. Rose Noise wrote in and said, My spiciest take at the moment is that Final Fantasy XIV is by far the best Final Fantasy ever made. Yes, I know it's an MMO, but despite that, it has by far the best story, characters, villains, and soundtrack of any Final Fantasy. Not only the mainline titles, but anything with Final Fantasy in the name, I will die on this hill. I'll give uh, I'll give you a two spicy star take on that rose noise. Oh, I admit it. It's only two alarm, two and a half tops. I just wanted to be a big man in front of the kids. Daddy, are you going to jail? We'll see, son. We'll see. Two spicy star because I've not played Final Fantasy XIV to weigh in on it, but like. People love that game. That game is blown up. They're talking about how we can't get more players on our fucking servers because it's so full or anything. So I don't think it's that spicy of take to come out and say, hey, this game that everybody loves is is the best in the series. I, I, I mean, like, I get it, but I don't think that's that spicy of take. 
I can I can live with that. Now, if you come in and be like, Final Fantasy XI is the best one, then I might have been like, oh, all right, now you're getting into three or four star. That's a fucking spicy take. And if you'd come in here and been like, Final Fantasy XV is the best one, then you would have got slapped with a one star because that's a troll fucking comment. So I'll give you two stars on that one. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, we all need somebody. Your spouse, your friends, your family. Lean on me when you're not strong. I hope my singing didn't ruin your day but the point is we all need relationships and unfortunately they're not always easy they take work my substantially better half and i have put more work into our relationship than just about anything i've ever touched and that's how she's been able to stand me for so long it's give and take and therapy can be a great way to help balance the taking with the giving I've been beating this drum for a while and I will continue to beat. Talking to a therapist is one of the best decisions I've ever made. It's almost like a massage for your mind. My therapist has helped me be a better partner, friend, and person. And honestly, sometimes they've just been a great ear to bend when I need to vent about the stress in my life. And therapy can help anyone. You don't have to have been through some crazy trauma to reap the benefits of talking to somebody. If any of this is getting through and you're thinking about giving therapy a shot, consider better help. I've used them myself, and they're legit when they say they make therapy as convenient and accommodating as possible. Fill out a short questionnaire, and they'll match you with a licensed therapist that suits your needs, and you schedule appointments around your schedule. And all of your sessions are done online or over the phone, so you can squeeze in a mind massage when it works best for you. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RememberTheGame today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash RememberTheGame. Jake Carter wrote in and said, I find no joy in playing Dark Souls. The game is so frustrating and so bleak that it forces me to put the controller down and walk away from video games for a bit. Maybe Elden Ring will be different. Uh, two stars, Jake. Two stars. Oh, I admit it. It's only two alarm. Two and a half tops. I just wanted to be a big man in front of the kids. Daddy, are you going to jail? We'll see, son. We'll see. Not because I think there's anything wrong with that take. I just, uh, wholeheartedly agree. Uh, I just think, I think most people with a soul, uh, find no joy in playing Dark Souls. I think most of us are like, I enjoy outside and the sun and petting my dog and eating oranges and doing things that make me feel happy. I don't want a video game to just give me hemorrhoids while I fucking play it. So, I yeah, I don't, I agree with your take. I don't think it's that spicy. I think it's fucking logical. And I think you're probably a pretty smart person, Jake Carter. So well done. Uh, Gooday wrote in and just said, JRPGs aren't good. Chile, red hot. Texas-style chili, and we got ginger ale. Boiling hot, Texas-style ginger ale. Texas. See, I'm going to give you the three spicy stars for that because, I, I like, to me, I, we had a few people that just wrote in and said, like, ah, this genre sucks. And I, like, no, come on now. Like, I don't love JRPGs, but you can't convince me. Like, if you just don't like them, that's fine. But they are good. Like, come on now. You can't tell me that fucking, you know, Final Fantasy 7 isn't a good video game or or well like I mean Chrono Trigger I don't like Chrono Trigger very much but it's it's a they're they're good video games so I'm going to give you 3 stars I can't decide how much of this is you being sincere and how much of this is you just trying to get the ire of the nerds but I you're going to get some ire friend you are going to get a little bit of ire on that one uh, like some of them are good 
Like, if you wanted to say they're nerdy, well, actually, no, to come in here and call JRPGs nerdy would have been a one star because that's that's not even a hot take. That's just facts. But anyway, uh, Dark White 73 wrote in and said, when Pokemon Sword and Shield came out, everyone was getting up in arms about how there was no national Pokedex. So for the first time, not every Pokemon was available. In hindsight, I see that as a good thing, as it encourages you to use the new Pokemon instead of just porting your old ones over to each game. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Oh, I admit it. It's only two alarm. Two and a half tops. I just wanted to be a big man in front of the kids. See, and a whole bunch of you fall into the fucking problem that Dark White 73 just had. That's a three-star take for me, but I gave you two stars because at the end you had to pull it back and be nice. Like, and so many of you, I'm going to light a whole bunch of you up for this. This is, this is the comedian in me talking now. You don't, no, no. No, no, no. You don't take it back and be like, I mean, not that I mean, I don't want to hurt your feelings. Like, no, hurt their feelings. If you had just come in here dark white and been like, when Pokemon Sword and Shield came out, everyone was pissed off that there was no Pokedex. But in hindsight, it was like, oh, fuck off. Grow up and learn to play with some new Pokemon. That would have been, I would have been like three stars. Fuck yeah. But you're like, ah, hey, not that there's anything wrong with you being stuck in the past. Fuck that. There is something wrong with the being stuck in the past. And I'm one of those people that's stuck in the past. The main reason I don't like new Pokemon games is because I just want to play with my Geodude and my Bulbasaur and my magic carp. I don't want your new shitty set of car key fucking Pokemon or the coal mine fire breathing fucking thing or whatever the fuck the new Pokemon are. I want my OGs. I am one of those people. So two stars fucking put a little bit more pow on it next. Fucking let them have it. Fucking let them have it. Look at this here. Cheesehead West wrote in and said the Pokemon franchise survives purely on millennial slash generation X or nostalgia, and it isn't all that good or interesting. Chili! Red hot Texas style chili! And we got ginger ale! Boiling hot Texas style ginger ale! Three stars, Cheesehead. That's some spice right there. You didn't pull any punches. You didn't pull back. I don't entirely agree with you because there's a whole lot of like kids that play them today that love them that aren't like what are kids today generation are we back to gen a like have we done gen z and now we're back through gen a i don't know what kids fucking kid fuck i hate kids today i don't know what kids are today but some of them like it so like i don't know if you're you're entirely right but that's not the point of a spicy take it's not about being right it's about being spicy and that was pretty good you didn't you fucking laid that in i like that pokemon franchise survives on nostalgia and it isn't good all right fair enough cheese i mean neither is your football team but fucking well done she's had three star spices three star spices uh where were we here ah rob serino wrote in and said video games have reached their pinnacle Nowhere to go but down, unfortunately. You thought E.T., Superman 64, and most of that Wii shovelware were bad? Get ready for years of video game wasteland. Chili! Red hot Texas-style chili! And we got ginger ale! Boiling hot Texas-style ginger ale! I'll go with three stars on that one, too. Uh, Because, like, that's... I don't think you're right, but um, that's a spicy take. I don't... I don't, like... I do think that we're going to see more shovelware, and I do think there's going to be a video game wasteland, but like for every 20 crap games, we're still going to get another really good one. I don't think like, like your comment makes it sound like, like video games are dead. And it's like, nah, like fucking video games are slamming. I think we're entering a new golden age of video games. I think there's going to be more crap than ever, but there's also going to be more good than ever. It's just like people Isn't there more people on the planet than ever. And yeah, like three quarters of people fucking are shovelware people, but there's a, there's like a quarter of people that are still triple a top quality. So I'll give you three stars partially because your fucking hot take depressed me. 
It's fucking sad. Uh, fucking sad. Ogrod wrote in and said, all right, I'm going to say it. Smash Bros. sucks. Every iteration, it's overrated. Chili! Red hot Texas style chili! And we got ginger ale! Boiling hot Texas style ginger ale! I'm going three stars on this one as well because, I, listen, as a whole, I'm not a huge fan of people just writing in and saying, oh, this franchise sucks. This iteration or this genre sucks. But I will, as long as you fucking, you, you, you put a, you put an, a, a, an exclamation point on it and you fucking stand behind it and you literally ended it with exclamation point. It's overrated. Like you weren't like, it's overrated. Cool. You put an exclamation point of it. You're like, it's all, it sucks. Like I, if you're going to own it, fucking own it. So I, and I disagree, dude, you can't listen. If you think smash brothers sucks, that's fine. But like, to say it's overrated when it's like such a high selling, like okay, that that I disagree. It sells like fucking gangbusters, so I don't know if I agree with that. But I like that you stuck behind it, so I'm gonna give you uh, a three star rating on that. You want to hear what a what a really spicy Smash Bros take is? Master Boy wrote in and said the original Super Smash Brothers for the Nintendo 64 is still the best game in the series. It was easy to learn and difficult to master. There were only a few items, characters, maps, and it didn't take long to figure out how everything worked. Newer Smash Bros games are much more jarring for new players, and the wealth of characters and items just makes it more bloated and intimidating less is more in smash brothers am i so out of touch no it's the children who destroy me at ultimate while i try to figure out what the items do who are wrong lisa is that too spicy for you i can see through time four four stars four spicy stars on that master boy that's fucking heat to come in here you showed your work you laid out your logic and you said that arguably the worst entry in a popular franchise is the best for the record i've never played the 64 one but i think the worst one is brawl even if i've not played the 64 and i still think the worst one is brawl but i i like that you sound like such a boomer right now you're like these new games that all the kids like with all the fancy characters and items and everything are bullshit i liked it back in my day when there was just player one and player two and we all all you could do was jump and punch the air and that was it i I, that's a four star spicy take that the game the best that'd be like coming in here and being like the best mario kart is super mario kart and all the future ones suck and that's a horrible take but it's very spicy so that's our first four star spice rating master boy fucking well done i gotta see now we're getting spicy i let's keep going let's fucking let's get to the five let's keep this going red sparrows 11 it's on you to keep the heat train moving red sparrows wrote in and said legend of zelda majora's mask is the best zelda game in the series get wrecked mr blank get out of here and much like majora's mask did to the franchise you just completely derailed and took a dump all over this fucking show red sparrows you're double seeker probation get get out of here now we're fucking started from scratch again. Kelly wrote in and said, sorry, kind of a confession, but I can still put it in here. I just don't really like Super Mario World. I find it kind of boring and slow. Sorry, Adam. Not enough blast processing for this girl. Oh, I admit it. It's only two alarm. Two and a half tops. I just wanted to be a big man in front of the kids. Two stars because I don't think that you're trying to troll me. I just think that you really don't like Super Mario World, which makes sense because you're young and you young fucking kids are just, you don't know good. All you fucking know is the internet and fuck, fucking NSYNC and fucking plastic 
or paper straws instead of plastic and you don't know what dial-up internet was like. So two stars. I almost would have given you three stars for that take, Kelly, but you came in and said, sorry, Adam. And I don't want, no, there's no fucking, there's no sorries in spice. You don't go to a chili cook-off and then when you eat the chili and it's too hot, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. You go like, yeah, it fucking hurts. Have fun later on the toilet. It hurts. That's, I want the hurt. So two stars, Kelly. Chris Daniels wrote in, and said, I actually like the ending of Mass Effect 3. Lisa, is that too spicy for you? I can see through time. Oh, that, whew, four, four, I'll give you four and a quarter stars on that. I was tempted to give you five stars. But we have had a couple other people in our community stick up for the ending of Mass Effect 3. And I think you're all crazy. But if you legitimately... You know what, Chris Daniels? You've put that on the internet. That's never going away. So if you made that up for shock value, that's the shit that's going to come up someday at your wedding or your funeral or something. And it's going to cost you reputation if you just made it up. But if you truly believe that, maybe someday people will look back at you as a pioneer. And they'll be like, Chris Daniels fucking stood up for the end of Mass Effect 3. And you know what? Chris Daniels was right. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think people are going to be like, he's history's greatest monster. But maybe... Maybe they'll stick up for you. So I, that's a four-star take to like the ending of Mass Effect 3. I, re- I, I respect that. I respect that immensely. Now we're back in the heat. Let's keep it going. Makeshift Mallow Money wrote in and said, You can't spell overrated without Hideo Kojima. Chili! Red hot Texas-style chili! And we got ginger ale! Boiling hot Texas-style ginger ale! I'm giving you three stars for that makeshift, and there's two reasons for that. Number one... You have been yelling about how Hideo Kojima is overrated since fucking before you were born. So we we know. We it is well you're well documented your hatred of Hideo Kojima. And second of all, that's not factually correct. I I did the math. I tried to spell overrated a billion times. You can in fact spell overrated without Hideo Kojima. Even in Japanese, and I looked it up. You know how you say Japanese you know how you say overrated in Japanese? Kaui ka kai Kauai Hioka. Kauai Hioka. And even that you can spell, although that one is a little harder to spell without Hideo Kojima. So three stars. Three stars on that one. I actually don't love Hideo Kojima either, but fucking dude is rich as shit. I think he's more of just a psycho than he is overrated. Fucking weirdo. He just seems like the type of guy that just sits, like, never cuts his fingernails and just fucking sits in his office all day. And like Mr. Burns with the casino. That's how I picture Hideo Kojima. Um, Matt with the last name I can't pronounce wrote in and said the PlayStation five is a tremendous console, but it's seriously lacking in games to make the purchase worthwhile. I have one, but really only got it for what the future holds for PlayStation exclusives. The Xbox series. Everything is far superior, not in small part due to game pass. Oh, I admit it. It's only two alarm, two and a half tops. I just wanted to be a big man in front of the kids. Yeah. Two stars on that one because I mean, to say the Xbox series, everything is far superior is a, I don't know if I consider that a spicy take. I think that's a personal preference thing, which is fine. But to come out and say that the PlayStation 5 is lacking in games is more of a, I think that's more of a fact than a spicy take. So it's, you're not wrong, but I'll, I'll go two stars. And for what it's worth, both consoles are fucking horribly lacking in next gen games right now. And it will, you can blame COVID, but at some point you got to give us some fucking games for these things. Ra- Raging Demon 
Bring in the heat. Raging Demon wrote in and said, my spicy take is Nintendo doesn't need Mario as much as people think they do. I have bought Nintendo consoles for decades and I've bought barely any Mario games. And the ones I like are sports or party games, which would be fine with any other mascot. In fact, I think their focus on Mario games at the expense of other properties is what stops them from truly challenging PlayStation. There it is. That's your first five-star call the hospital spicy star tier take ranking label. I haven't. I see. I don't even know a name for it because I haven't had to do one yet. Five stars. Like, listen. If you just came out and said like, I think Mario's a little bit overrated, I'd be like, ah, that's like a three out of five take. Because lots of people are like, ah, I can live without Mario. But like, at the end of the day. Raging Demon's point boils down to like if I had to surmise your whole your whole point in like in in 10 words or less Mario is stopping Nintendo from competing with PlayStation. That's basically like whew, just like M- M- Nintendo focuses so much on Mario that it stops them from truly challenging PlayStation. That is a fucking spicy take because I don't I tr- I don't agree. Because I think without Mario and Zelda, I don't think Nintendo's on the fucking map, quite frankly. Like, they can't beat PlayStation at their own game, which is why they need Mario and and Zelda and them to, and Pokemon and stuff like that to stay relevant. But I will agree that their insane dependence on Mario and Zelda sometimes is a little bit like, like, I mean, they own Mario, so it's not like they have to worry about Mario getting canceled or anything like that. But like, what if something comes up where, like, they can't use Mario. I, I don't know why that would be the case, but, like, what would that do to them? Like, like Xbox isn't that reliant on one character. Play, PlayStation's not reliant on one character. Like, I don't know if there's anything on the planet media-wise is reliant on one thing as fucking Nintendo is on Mario. Like, with all the sports games and everything. That's, that's a five-star fucking, that's what I'm looking, that's hot. Well done, Raging Demon. Well fucking done. Look, we've all been there. You're on your computer, you're plugging away at a project or a video or a podcast, and then somehow you lose your work. The computer crashes, you drop your phone on the delete key, your hard drive isn't terraformed or whatever it is, lightning strikes the transmitter, doesn't matter. Bottom line, your work is gone and it's devastating. Which is why you need backup, literally, in the form of Crash Plan. They're offering a free trial of their computer backup services and some special deals. All for the hot dogs at CrashPlan.com RTG. Crash Plan is the ultimate computer backup service. Whether you're just a solo internet renegade like myself, or you run a business with a bunch of people all click clacking away, Crash Plan hangs out in the background while you work, and every 15 minutes they encrypt and backup all the files on your computer that have changed in that time. So if if your computer decides to jerk you around and they do and you lose your work a backup is waiting for you and it's not a backup from yesterday it's a backup from the last 15 minutes come on now that's that's pretty sweet and not only are they saving the most recent versions of your work they can back up unlimited versions of your work so it's like a rewind button realize you screwed something up an hour ago just rewind an hour go find an old version of it and you're just like that you're done you're back to the races it's awesome time is money 
Don't waste your day redoing your work in a rage-filled stupor if something goes wrong. Check out Crash Plan, invest in a safety net, and save yourself a ton of time and stress when your computer decides not to play nice. Seems like a no-brainer to me. Go to CrashPlan.com RTG to sign up for a free trial and take advantage of one of their limited-time buy-one-get-one offers for Remember the Game listeners. That's CrashPlan.com RTG. Back up better with Crash Plan. Uh, and then Captain N comes in here and just shits all over the place. Captain N right in. This is my spicy take. Mario is Missing isn't a bad game. Wait, hear me out. The target audience of Mario is Missing is young kids. It's an educational game designed, albeit poorly, to bring a popular character which attracts the attention of young minds at a time when video games were taking off to teach them. Had this game taken off, it could have birthed a genre all of its own of educational yet fun games. The possibilities of an educational genre focused on bringing... On bring, Focused on bringing learning with fun is doubles on. What? The possibilities... I'm reading this verbatim. The possibilities of an educational genre focused on bringing learning with fun is dabbles on, but never has gained a foothold in the video game market. The poor execution of this game is what made it fail, not the idea. Now the real hot take. Mark McHugh must be reinstated in the Remember the Game Hall of Fame. Get out of here! <clears throat> Between your fucking grammar and that horrible take, you're done. You're not even Lieutenant N. You're fucking Private N now. Get the fuck out of my house. Mark Hayward. Mark Hayward, before I even read your fucking take, Mark Hayward. Lisa, is that too spicy for you? I can see through time. Four stars. I don't even know what it is yet. Four stars because it can't be as bad as Private N's fucking... Mario's Missing could have started a whole genre of these fun games. <laughs> you fucking asshole. What do you have to say, Mark Hayward? Had the Sega Dreamcast shipped with a DVD player, Sega would be the dominant video game company of today, and Sony or Microsoft would have either stepped away from hardware or never gotten in in the first place. You know what? Actually, I gave you four stars without reading your comment. That is a four-star take. That's hot. Had the Dreamcast shipped with a DVD drive, where would gaming be today? Either one of Sony or Microsoft. Like he's saying, either Sony would have walked away from hardware or Microsoft never would have gotten in. I think it'd probably be the second one. I think Sony would still be around, but I think Microsoft probably would have made a harder effort to maybe buy Sega or something if they really wanted to get in. The Dreamcast not coming with a DVD player was a catastrophically bad decision. So, yeah, four stars. Well fucking done, Mark. Way to get us back on track here after fucking private in. Well done. Uh, Slick Rick. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1 on the NES is not only underrated, but I'll die on the hill that it's actually a really damn good game. Managing all four turtles' health, item drops, and the fact that the turtles get stronger as they drop below half health, rescuing lost turtles. There's so much to this game that people don't realize. Oh, I admit it. It's only two alarm, two and a half tops. I just wanted to be a big man in front of the kids. Daddy, are you going to jail? We'll see, son. We'll see. I'm giving you two stars on that, Rick, not because it's a bad take, but because it's just, I think it's just factual. I don't, like, to me, I'm like, that's not spice. That's just fucking facts. And it's not my fault and it's not your fault that nine-tenths of the fucking mouth-breathing bloons walking around on this planet can't wrap their head around the fact that there's a great game after the damn level. And for, here's my fucking hot take. Anyone that dies on the underwater level of that game where you have to dissect or... Um, you have to defuse the bombs. You just not very good at video games. That's not even hard. The city is where that fucking game gets hard. There's my fucking hot take. So two stars, Rick. Fine take. I just don't think it's hot. I just think you're fucking spitting facts. Spitting truth, as the kids say today, I think. 
Uh, High Plains Drifter wrote in and said, Online games like World of Warcraft and Elder Scrolls Online are overrated as hell. Trolls in the dark, dank basements eating Hot Pockets and shitting into baskets while mommy makes more yum-yums for her special little kids. Ha ha, that was all in good fun. But with all the pay upgrades in those games, they can go kick rocks. Chili! Red Hot Texas-style chili! And we got ginger ale! Boiling hot Texas-style ginger ale! Three stars because... I think it's a hot take to say World of Warcraft is overrated. I've never played World of Warcraft. I don't really care about World of Warcraft, but I it's like one of the biggest video games of all time. I don't even call one of the biggest games ever overrated. Plus, it did spur one of my favorite episodes of South Park uh, of all time. Now, that thing is, I was I actually thought I was giving you four stars to come in here and be like, World of Warcraft is overrated. But then you fucking, you went, you pulled your punch high, please. You were like, um, this is all in good fun. No, no, no. This isn't in good fun. This is about fucking spice. So three stars, you cost yourself a star by, by like when I scooped the chili out of your pot, you were like, let me take that pepper out so you don't burn your tongue. Let me burn my tongue. I want my tongue to be singed. Three stars, not bad. Michael Mathis wrote in, Zelda 2 The Adventures of Link for the NES is a better game than A Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Tim. Lisa, is that too spicy for you? I can see through time. <laughs> that, yeah, that is a spicy take, sir. I, I can't even decide if I agree with that or not. Because, like, I don't hate Zelda 2. I do kind of hate Ocarina of Tim, but I do think Ocarina is a better game than Zelda 2. I think Zelda 2 could have been a better game. I, I mean, they're, you know... Ah, but to fucking call your shot like that and say, like, the maybe argue, arguably, arguably the least popular Zelda game is better than arguably the most popular Zelda game. And I know that you mean it. I know that you're not just saying this for shock value because you, you've got a hard on for Adventures of Link. Four stars. Well fucking, well done, Michael. Fucking A minus. Well done. Well done. Great job. Dixon Cider. <laughs> fucking, fucking name. Dixon Cider wrote in Battle Royale games and modes are dumb. Oh, I admit it. It's only two alarm. Two and a half tops. I just wanted to be a big man in front of the kids. I was pretty close to giving you a one star on that because of my Tetris 99 fetish, but I don't think you meant that particularly toward me and toward Tetris 99. I think you probably meant it toward stuff like Fortnite and PUBG. So I'm, you're getting two stars for that, but you, you walk the fucking line of the one star rating there, Dixon. You fucking walk the line. Your Dixon's your hand right now, not cider. Vincent L wrote in, I hate to admit this, Earthbound is kind of overrated and paying four to $500, yes, I'm one of those suckers, for the cartridge is a scam. I hope Chrono Trigger can live up to the hype. Chili, red hot Texas style chili, and we got ginger ale, boiling hot Texas style ginger ale. Three stars on that one because I, for you to come in here and say that paying four to $500 for the cartridge is a scam, I don't think that's a hot take at all. I think that's absolutely factual it is a scam and that's a joke i do think calling earthbound overrated is a bit of a hot take and it's not because of my admiration for earthbound but because it is like a pretty beloved video game by and large so to come in here and be like ah kind of it's not that good that's ah jesus that's that's spicy i'll give you a three on that i don't think paying four or five hundred dollars is spicy at all i think it's fucking insanity quite frankly uh you know what and you mentioned chrono trigger here's my other fucking hot take that game is like a seven out of ten video game chrono trigger i think that i think that uh super mario rpg final fantasy 2 final fantasy 3 super or earthbound 
I'm trying to think of what other Super Nintendo RPGs I've played. I'm not going to sit here and definitively say Secret of Evermore is better because I've played a long time, but I think those other four games are all substantially better video games than Chrono Trigger. There's my fucking, yeah. There's my hot take. Four, five, five, six stars for my hot takes because they're fucking mine. Uh, Stephen Cunningham. This is an interesting one. Stephen Cunningham wrote in, Madden is a fun game and it changes, slightly if so, every year. The problem is the community that plays it. Chili! Red hot Texas style chili! And we got ginger ale! Boiling hot Texas style ginger ale! That's a solid three star take, Stephen Cunningham, because I don't know. I do think that Madden can be a fun game. I do think that they change it slightly every year. I... I do think that a big part of the problem is the community that plays it. I agree with all that. My one thing is that I don't know if they change it slightly every year for the better. I think that's my thing is I think they've slightly gotten a little bit worse every year, which I do think is part of the problem. But to come out and say a bigger part of the problem is the community that plays it. I would argue a bigger part of the problem is the community that buys it every year. Uh, but that's fucking well done, Steven. I like that. That's a, that's a B. That's a solid B. It's a three-star take. That's not bad. I get it. I, I, I enjoyed that. Chris Jolly wrote in, Navi really isn't as annoying as people say she is. I don't know what to do with this one because I'm torn between giving you a, if I think you're, if I, and I have to make a personal uh, decision here, Chris, if I think you're being dead serious on this, that's a five star, super spicy take that Navi isn't as annoying as people say she is. If I think you're just trying to get a reaction out of me, that's a one star take and you're just fucking with me. And you know what? As I sit here and deliberate your fucking, your hot take, I'm just finding myself getting madder and madder and madder at that fucking take, which makes me think that you were just trying to get a rise out of me. And as thus, get out of here. <clears throat> One star, double secret probation. Navi is worse than people say she is. How the fuck can you not hate Navi? You must play with the sound off. If you play with the sound off, Navi's not that bad. But you're fucking, you're crazy. You're crazy, Chris Jolly. You're fucking nuts. John M. wrote in and said, I really dislike the PlayStation controller. The analog sticks should be offset like the Xbox, GameCube, and Switch Pro controllers. Also, the shoulder triggers aren't distinctive enough and leave me confused as to which button I should be pressing. This is why I've never even considered buying a PlayStation? What? Lisa, is that too spicy for you? I can see through time. That's a, dude, that, I'll, I'll give you... I'll give you four stars for that. That's a fucking hot take. I've never considered buying a PlayStation because the analog sticks aren't offset and the shoulder triggers aren't distinctive enough. That's fucking spice. Because, I mean, I agree on the analog sticks. I prefer the offset as well. I don't agree as much on the the shoulder triggers because I actually like the shoulder triggers on the... I love the PlayStation controllers other than those... I, I miss the analog. To never consider buying arguably the greatest lineup of consoles of all time. And frankly, PlayStation is my least favorite of the three. I talk about that a lot, but like their heritage and like their fucking games are great. All those systems are fire. The PS3 is my least favorite, but like the PS4 was gangbusters. PS5 controller is like, I imagine what it would feel like to hold Jesus's dick in your hand. It's really, really, really good. Uh, that's a weird comparison, but like, wow, I've never considered buying a PlayStation because I don't like the controller. That's whoo. That's spicy. Four stars, John. Four stars. Dave McGee wrote in and said, I'm not saying this just to be a dick. I've even said this to Good A. So here's my spicy take. Slay the Spire isn't that good. It's actually just kind of meh. Oh, I admit it. It's only two alarm. Two and a half tops. 
I just wanted to be a big man in front of the kids. See, I would have given you three stars for this. Like, because I don't think you're trolling me. I don't think you're trying to bait me by saying that you don't think it's a good game. I was going to give you three stars for this, but you were, again, you guys, it's, you're pulling your punch, McGee. Like, I'm not saying this to be mean. I've said this before. It's not that good. It's just kind of okay. No. If you were to come in here and be like, yo, Slay the Spire sucks. It's overrated piece of crap, blah, 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 blah. I would have given you three or four, or maybe I would have then decided you're trolling me. But you just, fair enough. If you don't like it, you don't like it. That's fine. I, I, I have no beef with that. You just... You didn't put any zip on it, man. Fucking pam, pam, pam. Put some punch. Two stars. Not everybody likes Slay the Spire. We don't all have good taste. That's fine. That's, you know, that's no one's no one's got good taste in everything except me, but that's fine. Andrew Wright wrote in. Ooh, this, I'm torn on this one. Speaking of bad taste, Andrew Wright wrote in, Super Mario Maker 2 is the only 2D Mario game anyone needs to own. Yes, if you play random levels, you'll end up with hot garbage, but with a little bit of effort, you can play the most innovative and enjoyable levels constructed for all skill sets. These levels basically render the rest of the Super Mario series obsolete. Yes, even that one. And leave Super Mario Maker 2 as the pinnacle of 2D platform gaming. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I think that this take, from a personal perspective, I'm like, you're fucking hopped up on goofballs. That's crap. Super Mario, you're, there is some great, dude, what were we talking about earlier? Nine out of every 10 people on this planet are garbage. 99 out of every 100 levels in Super Mario Maker are hot trash. And I'll be fucked if a little bit of effort, no, no, I'm not going to buy a fucking game and then be told like, hey, you want to find the good levels? Start digging. I frankly think that's even worse than being like, hey, the best part of Symphony of the Night is hidden and we don't fucking tell you it's there because Super Mario Maker is like, hey, we know they're there, but good luck fucking finding them. Oh, and then to say that it leaves all the other Mario games obsolete, sir. The reason I don't buy those games is because nine out of nine out of nine billion out of nine hundred and ninety-nine. Fuck it all. Nobody knows how to make Mario games. There's my fucking point. You suck at it. You suck at it. Everyone listening to this sucks at making Mario Maker levels. I suck at it, which is why I don't fucking make them anymore. I'm very torn right now because I'm like, do I give him a one because he's fucking with me? Or do I give him a five because to say Mario Maker 2 renders the rest of Mario 2D games obsolete, that is a spicy take. And you know what? As angry as I am right now, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt, Andrew. Five stars because I don't think you're fucking with me. I think... That you're nuts. I tr And I can't, you know, just because someone's crazy doesn't mean they're fucking with me. They're just crazy. So fair enough. Wow. Fucking Jesus Christ. Go play Mario. Fuck it. Fuck that. Fuck Mario Maker. Fuck that game. Gunta Hunta wrote in and said, PC ain't shit. Have fun spending money hand over fist every time a new game comes out, upgrading your drivers and playing with a mouse and keyboard while we're over here playing God of War day one. Winky face. Oh, I admit it. It's only two alarm. Two and a half tops. I just wanted to be a big man in front of the kids. It's two stars, not because there's anything wrong with it, but because I think most people know. Yeah, PC gamers are gross. Like it's just it's no offense to you, PC master racers, but fuck, I I don't get it. So that's fuck, yeah. Alright. So two stars because I don't think it's spicy. I think it's it's fact. By and large. And don't fucking come at me with your angry emails. Because I know you're sitting there, your PC's right now. Some of you are probably listening to this on the very PC you game on right now. Don't send me your fucking angry email. Send them to Gunta Junta. Uh, Zach Fazio wrote in and said, I'm not sure how spicy this is, but streaming has ruined casual gaming for me. As a grown adult with only a few hours to game, uh, I'm lucky 
if I'm lucky a day, I can't casually play multiplayer games with friends. Everyone under the sun is a TTV playing for 18 hours a day and wiping their ass with me and my friends. What can you do? I'll have to stick to more old man single player titles. Oh, I admit it. It's only two alarm, two and a half tops. I just wanted to be a big man in front of the kids. Yeah, it's two stars because I don't think it's that spicy either, Zach. And you even said it. You're like, I don't know how spicy this is. Uh, but I agree with you. It's uh, we're, it's us. We're old. Old timers like us can't handle more spice than this. So two stars. Yeah, these young kids today that are fucking streaming for 18 hours a day and they're very good. That's why I don't play shit like Halo and stuff online because I know I'm just going to get massacred and I'm not interested. So I don't think that's that spicy. I think, uh, I think it's just old timers like you and I need to eat the mild stuff because we can't handle the spice. Jeffrey Mathis wrote in and said, I think Xbox Game Pass will ruin gaming. I like the idea and the concept, like being able to pay, play a AAA game like Halo Infinite without dropping 70 bucks. But more people are playing Master Chief Collection than Halo Infinite now. It's going to go the way of Netflix, where Netflix spends tons of money on these overhyped shows like Stranger Things, and they're only above average at best. And to compensate on spending $300 million a game, they'll start dropping ads in these games. Put that in the yearly gaming predictions, and by ads, I mean full-blown commercials. Eventually, there will be a way... Eventually, there will be way too many subscription services that people will jump around for a month here or there, play the game they want, and move on. They won't become a recurring revenue stream like an Xbox or Sony will expect. I also think microtransactions and ads coming to all these games. I expect. Oh, I expect microtransactions and ads coming to all of these games instead of making quality games. Chili, red hot Texas style chili, and we got ginger ale, boiling hot Texas style ginger ale. I, I went with three stars. On this one, because like, I don't really have a funny thing to do with this. I think we've had this debate on these podcasts many times. I personally think services like Game Pass are the future of gaming. I think that there are people like you that think that stuff like Game Pass is going to ruin gaming. Um, I think the fact remains is we won't know until, uh, you know, 10, 15 years down the road when we see what the, the fallout of these subscription services have been. Quite frankly, I think to to like... To, to, to dig your heels in, to plant your sword, and to say either like, yeah, this is going to kill gaming, or yeah, this is going to be the future of gaming. I think to, to to definitively like get off the fence and pick a side, either way is is a hot take. I really do. And I, I think it'll be like that until we know what the future of this is. So I disagree, uh, but I respect the hotness. So I'll give you three stars on that. That Game Pass will ruin gaming. I think that's interesting. Uh... Holy cow, we're at 50 minutes already. I still got more of these. Let's keep going. General Fury wrote in and said, I think we should get a Dark Watch sequel. It's been long enough. Oh, I admit it. It's only two alarm, two and a half tops. I just wanted to be a big man in front of the kids. I. The only reason you got two stars on that, General Fury, is because I have no fucking idea what Dark Watch is. So, yeah. All right. I'll, yeah. Fuck yeah. Why not? Okay. I'll get on board with that. Uh, <laughs> sorry, dude. I just don't know that game at all. So, uh, Railroader69. Wrote in and said, my spicy take is that most people hate on Majora's Mask for being a broken game or because they can't figure it out, yada, yada, yada. But the thing is, I never beat it as a kid. I quit it. Recently, I rediscovered my Nintendo 64. I beat Ocarina, then played a fan-made cart, The Missing Link, and then I beat Majora's Mask after that. No walkthrough for either Zelda game this time around. It took me about a month to beat each one with a lot of swearing. But the thing about Majora's is I ended up liking it more because you need to have a strategy to go into beating it. You need to work with what you have supply-wise and get the supplies you need for certain particular tasks need and then execute it efficiently unlike other zelda games where you slowly build up your supplies throughout the game i originally hated that but the more i understood it the more i enjoyed it anyway i respect your decision not to like the game but that's how i ended up enjoying it get out of here i'm not giving you one star 
uh, for for liking Majora's Mask because I don't think you're trolling me. I think you're like, hey, I came around and I decided that I like this game. You're getting one star because I fucking hate Majora's Mask and I'll never be convinced otherwise. And to me, it's not about the mechanics, although I do think the mechanics are sloppy fucking shit pile of fuck. I think that game doesn't work. I think it controls like ass and it's broken and I fucking hate it. So anyone that defends Majora's Mask is going to like... I don't think there was a way you could you could avoid the one star. But, like, that was the most reluctant I've been to give a one star on this one. I just hate that fucking game so goddamn much that I'll never give it anything more than one. Fuck Majora's Mask. <sighs> now, we had a whole... Speaking of Zelda, we had a whole bunch of people writing with Breath of the Wild takes. So, I'm just going to rip through a few of them. I'm warning you right now. None of you are getting higher than a three out of five spice ranking. Because if this many people think Breath of the Wild sucks, it can't be that hot of take. But I'm going to quickly rip through a bunch of yours. Dan S. wrote in and said, Breath of the Wild isn't very good. There, I said it. I'd rather play Ocarina of Tim any day. The weapons break all the time. It's dull. It's better than Majora's Mask, but only by a bit. Get out of here. <laughs> I, I listen i know you're dunking on majora's mask in this but no the fact that you brought up majora's mask anything with majora's mask is gonna get a god fuck fool fuck that game i probably should have given you a two on that but it's too late now you're getting a one dad just for the majora's mask association zach coiner wrote in and said okay here goes i don't think breath of the wild is a very good game don't get me wrong graphically it looks amazing on the switch but in terms of gameplay you're literally walking across empty fields for hours on end the only thing there really is to do besides getting a master sword is clearing repetitive dungeons over and over again just to grind for more health and stamina which you don't even get a lot of the game is literally far cry chili red hot texas style chili and we got ginger ale boiling hot Texas-style ginger ale. I was going to give you a two, but to come in and drop... To come in and say Breath of the Wild is Far Cry, that's... I mean, I know you're not necessarily wrong, but, like, oof, that's going to get the ire of some fucking Zelda fans. So that's that's spicy. Three stars. Three stars. And Mike Snelling wrote in and said, Breath of the Wild is a dumpster fire. Its weapon system is aggravating. The map is empty. The controls are fucking messy and unintuitive. And if that game was on anything but the Switch, it would have died on the vine. It looks great on a mobile console, sure, but that's all. Breath of the Wild is the hot 20-year-old at the party. Looks great, but after 10 minutes of talking to them, you're looking for a 30-year-old with a library card. Oh, I admit it. It's only two alarm. Two and a half tops. I just wanted to be a big man in front of the kids. That's a two-star take just because I've never been invited to a party, and that hurt my feelings. I would, God, man, what I wouldn't give to be invited to a party. Uh, so there's your Breath of the Wild takes. We're moving on. Oh, we, Just so many people fucking hate. I, like, I honestly can't decide if people hate that game or if it's just become cool to hate on that game. I really can't. I Because even my mind flips on it. I, I liked it when I was playing it. I have no urge to ever play it again. I can't decide what I think of Breath of the Wild either. Uh, Bucky Duck wrote in and said, I don't really think any video game stories are good. I barely pay attention at all. And when I would honestly just read a book or watch a good movie, if I want story. Chili, red hot Texas style chili. And we got ginger ale, boiling hot Texas style ginger ale. And it's three stars. Cause like there are some good stories in video games, Bucky. There are, maybe you're just a nerd, Bucky. If you're like, I just want to read a book or watch him, then fucking you're just kind of, you're like, I barely pay attention to the story. The stories suck. I would rather read a book. I think it's a spicy take, but I also think maybe you're just kind of a nerd, Bucky. You're like, I'd rather read. I, that's yeah. Fucking nerd, but three stars. Decent take. Casey Jones. 
wrote in and said, The Last of Us is a painfully contrived and overrated game that doesn't deserve half the respect it gets. It's a solid eight, eight and a half if I'm generous. There's absolutely nothing in that game that hasn't been done better. I heard all the hype. I'm a diehard fan of the genre. I picked it up and played through the first one in a single sitting and walked away completely unimpressed. I kept waiting for it to break out of mediocrity and a greatness, but it never happened. Played the second one because it was free on PS Now and I dropped it halfway through. I never do that, by the way, especially with a survival horror, but I just didn't care about the lame little Walking Dead knockoff world. Not enough spin on that tired-ass story to justify me giving a fuck. Creatively bankrupt. The Evil Within is a much better survivor horror game from that period. It doesn't get near the recognition it should. Lisa, is that too spicy for you? I can see through time. That's a four-star take. And the reason I like that is because, first of all, you didn't pull any punches. You didn't apologize. You're like, eh, it's not that good. Now, I will say, you're like, ah, I don't think that game's even half as good as it deserves, or as people make it out to be. But then you gave it an eight to an eight and a half. And I've been on the mindset of, like, five is average. So eight is, like, pretty fucking, like, if eight is not good, eight is, like, two points away from perfect. So, like, to me, that's still a pretty good fucking score. What really got me going on this one, and this is what I'm, like, because a bunch of you wrote in dunking on games that I like. I have no problem with that. You can come in and dunk, but, like, fucking put some spice on it. And to come in here and be like, The Evil Within is a much better survival horror game. I like The Evil Within. The Evil Within is not fucking The Last of Us. The Evil Within is a poor man's Resident Evil 4. There's my fucking hot take. But I, Casey Jones, four stars. Well done. Good chili. Good chili. Uh, White Wind Wolf wrote in and said, Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2 for the Nintendo 64 are better than any of the mainline Pokemon games. Also, Pokemon in general is very overrated. Lisa, is that too spicy for you? I can see through time. <laughs> A sp- Two spin-off games from the Nintendo 64 that basically just throw crappy graphics onto a one aspect of a Game Boy game are better than any of those Game Boy games, which are the most popular franchise in the like the most highest earning franchise in the history of media. And you didn't pull any punches or anything. That's a four star take. Well done, White Wolf. Well fucking done. That's some spice right there. Fucking rights. That's what I'm looking for. Hurt some feelings. Vigo the Butch wrote in, this is just an observation on my part, since I'm more of a casual gaming, meaning if I find the time to play, I play. Well, I think that's how everybody plays. Uh, But I think the video game market is oversaturated. Sometimes less is more. Too many games with similar concepts or just repeat titles. I'm not saying the games are bad, but from an outsider's view, I think, how would anyone have the time? Maybe I'm just becoming a senile old man, but more power to you if you can keep up with it all. Oh, I admit it. It's only two alarm. Two and a half tops. I just wanted to be a big man in front of the kids. I'm going to go two stars on that one. Personally, because you even said this is just an observation. It's not so much a spicy take. I don't disagree with you that it's getting very uh, oversaturated. We're getting a ton of games with the same concepts and repeat titles and stuff like that. I don't think any of that is really that spicy. I think a lot of that is just fact. I also will say I think that's a better scenario to be in than to not have enough games to play. So to, eh, two stars. You didn't. Yeah, it's like a C. You you didn't you didn't fail. I just think that's more fact than anything. But I you're not wrong. Fuck it, especially about the oh my god, fucking games just copying and pasting each other. Jesus Christ. Uh, Red Eye Jedi wrote in and said Charmander is the best Pokemon to start with on Red or Blue. Come fight me. Get out of here. <laughs> Mateo wrote in and said the next gen. 
<laughs> Matia wrote it and said the new, the new gen should have been $300 more and far more powerful consoles. The average gamer age is far higher now. Many can afford the cost. I'd pay up for a console we will get seven years out of for sure. The continual shortages says to me there are a lot of people willing to pay a lot more. Lisa, is that too spicy for you? I can see through time. Jesus Christ, Matteo. I like I consider myself four stars because you're coming in here being like the most expensive gaming consoles on the market right now. Should have been three hundred dollars more. I live in Canada. A fucking Xbox Series X or PS5 is six hundred and fifty bucks, and then you throw another three hundred dollars. Like it's a thousand dollars for a fucking console. I whoo. That's whoo whoo. I need to drink whoo. Drink some water. Fucking holy Christ. That's a spicy take, sir. Holy jumping Jesus. I, sh I shouldn't say sir. It's Matteo. I don't know. Sure. Sir, ma'am, Z, I, whatever the term is. Nerd, hot dog, whatever. Holy fuck. Console should have been an extra 300 bucks and more. Holy fuck. That's a. I, I don't even know else to say. That's fucking spicy. Punk Rock Geek wrote in and said, I need to get this off my chest. I thought Bioshock was okay at best. I never understood why this game gets such unanimous praise. Chili! Red hot Texas style chili! And we got ginger ale! Boiling hot Texas style ginger ale! Yeah. Texas. Like, to me, that's a that's a spicy take, but you didn't go crazy. You didn't pull any punches. I, it's fair enough. Yeah. it is. I mean... I think the reason it gets such unanimous praise is because it's fucking incredible. But yeah, it's fine. All right, fair enough. That three stars. I I can't argue with you, but I'm also not going to sit here and be like, oh my god, you, you didn't come out and say that a fucking video game console should have cost us a thousand dollars. Holy fuck! I oh, Mateo, I should have given you five for that, Matteo. I should have given you five. I'm sorry. Three stars to Punk Rock Geek, Mister Satan. As we start wrapping this up, we got three to go. Mr. Satan wrote in and said, I want more adult focused games. Yeah, I want to walk naked. I want to see boobs. I want ass. And yes, I want dong. The dong swings both ways. Also, I could care less for storyline and games. I got kids. I don't got time for that. Lisa, is that too spicy for you? I can see through time. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't think any one factor of this take deserves four stars, but the fact that it's somebody named Mr. Satan who was like, I want more boobs, ass, and dong in my video games, and I got kids, so I don't have time for story. I just, just go watch some porn, Mr. Satan. Just go watch some porn. I, I, collectively, you get four stars. I think individually, those are two star takes, but the fact that there's so many things in like these three sentences that I was like, wah, 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 four stars. Not, fuck me. More. I like that you were like, I want more dong. Video games do need more dong. I agree with that. Uh, two more. Astro Alpica wrote in and said, I really liked Kate Sith from Final Fantasy VII. He was unique with a cool luck and chance limit break with oodles of possibilities. His character was arguably the most three-dimensional human out of the entire cast. He was just a guy who loved and cared for the people of Midgar but got lost along the way. Other than Cloud, Kate Sith had the most character growth going from a spy for Shinra to a double agent. At least his character arc made fucking sense. Also, the Mog he controls is a fucking champ. How do you not love the cartoony jump he does when he's in a fight? I will die on this mog if I have to with my microphone in hand he's the most underrated Final Fantasy character in Final Fantasy 7 and deserves more credit get out of here <clears throat> Now, to be fair, Astro wrote this comment before this week's episode about Final Fantasy VII on Remember the Game came out, so I hadn't voiced my, dis my, voiced my displeasure for Kate Sith. And some of your points aren't even wrong. He does have some of the most depth and the biggest arc and three dimensions and shit like that. 
Still sucks. Limit break fucking sucks. I don't do the luck thing. I fucking hate that shit. Fucking sits on the bench with Vincent as his useless fucking characters. How do you not love the cartoony jump he does? Because I don't ever use him in fights, so I can't see the fucking cartoony jump that he does in fights. Kate Sith fucking sucks. One star. Shame with you, Astro. You're both on double secret. You can go hang out in the fucking gold saucer with this morbidly obese mog with a stupid cat on its back and fucking sing nursery rhymes or whatever the fuck it is they do. And finally, as we wrap this up, for my this is my opinion. I think this is the hottest take of any take that we got today. And it was all because of one ad online that this person added to their comment. So for my money, this is, this is the finish. This is the five. This is the standard for five star spice rankings. Doug Dorn wrote in and said, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Zelda sucks. All of it. The games, the shitty cartoons, character, the merch, every single last thing. Now, if that was where this comment ended, I would have given it like three stars. Yeah, you don't like Zelda. You don't like anything to do with Zelda. That's fine. Here's what got it to five stars. Doug added one line to his comment. Quote, and Nintendo knows it, which is why they largely ignored his anniversary. Oh, that's a fucking roast battle shot. It's coming here and be like, Zelda sucks, all of it, the games, the cartoons, the characters, the merch, that all sucks. Fine, fair enough. But then to be like, and Nintendo knows it too, which is why they just ignored its anniversary. That's, that's fucking spice. That's what I'm talking about, Doug. Well done. Well fucking done. That was my favorite comment. Five star spice rating. Outstanding. Listen, we're going to wrap this episode up, everybody. I still got to do all the editing and put all the sound effects in. I didn't do that live. I just left like four second pauses between every single take. So now I'm going to have to go back to this podcast and find like 30 takes and put the proper sound effect in, which hopefully I pulled off. If you're hearing this right now, I made it work. Uh, listen, if I didn't get you read on the show, I'm sorry, but thank you to everyone that wrote in. We had way more comments than I expected to be dealing with for this one. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this. This was a lot of work for me, but I had a lot of fun reacting to your spicy takes. Thanks so much for the support. Thanks for voting and all that good stuff. And uh, I'm going to get out of here and go eat some Tums uh, to, to put out the fire from some of these spicy takes. All of you that are on double secret probation now, you fucking know what you did. And uh, thanks a lot, kids. I'll talk to you tomorrow, I guess, for Game Patch and next week with a whole nother juicy smorgasbord of podcasts. Take it easy, everybody. Cheers. So long. Farewell. Get out of here. <laughs>